we were out fooling around having a nice weekend uh, in Washington, D.C. Well, Democrats were having a nice weekend. The first half of the COVID relief bill passed. Uh, they expect to get it to in front of the House by tomorrow and to the president before the 14th when unemployment runs out. Uh, is it a good thing? There's lots of good in it. But I, I still don't think there's a ton of information out there being made easily available to the American people who are aware of what else is in that gigantic bill. Anthony Tregoski from UWL, thanks for talking with us. What do you see in that bill that causes concern, in your opinion? Well, Mike, I think the opponents of the bill have really focused on the price tag, the $1.9 trillion price tag. And to me, one of the big shocks of this whole thing is that when Joe Biden came out earlier in favor of a $1.9 trillion COVID relief package, I kind of figured that that was sort of his opening bid and that eventually we would kind of get the price negotiated down from there. But this was an example of extraordinary unity on the part of the Democrats to stick with that $1.9 trillion Figure. And I know that we saw Ron Johnson making a big deal about the overall price tag. I do think, Mike, just if I could critique the Republican messaging on this, I do think that they did not really focus on what was in the bill itself. They did focus on the price tag. And certainly there's something to be said about that, right? The sure. effect on the deficit and the debt. But I do think that the Republicans sort of failed to land any blows on this when it came to the actual contents of the bill. And I think that's why the Democrats were able to push this thing through and remain as a united front in doing so. Well, and sadly, it was years ago when a billion used to be a lot of money. But the old saying, a billion here and a billion there, pretty soon you're talking about a lot of money. Now it's a trillion here and a trillion there, and the American people roll their eyes and say, yeah, blah, blah, blah. What else? What's in it? Never mind how much you're going to spend because you're not going to come to my house and and confiscate my piggy bank. You're going to charge me somehow, and I'll get paid for it, and I won't even notice. Uh, I'll be the lobster in the pot enjoying the hot tub uh, uh, and not notice what's going on. And I think most of the American people will fall into that category until they uh, get news from somewhere and have one of those – OMG moments. Oh, oh, really? That's what was in the bill? Why do you suppose uh, Republicans didn't hammer all the pork that's in this bill? You know, Mike, it, it's really hard to say. I know that they did focus on, you know, that we'll give people in prison, you know, stimulus payments and yeah. and. St- Something about like a uh, uh, mass transit in uh, San Francisco, but but I just I just don't think that that was all that compelling when Americans are have when Americans have the possibility of fourteen hundred bucks in their bank account. You know, like they just stop listening. Pretty darn, you have to have a pretty pretty darn good message to counter that with when you know you're talking about fourteen hundred bucks landing in your bank account later in the month. And I just don't think the Republicans quite got there. And I also, to your point, Mike, I don't think that the Republicans did a great job of explaining to people the practical consequences of an increasing debt and an increasing deficit. Like, what does this mean for me practically, right? I mean, because like you said, it's a trillion dollars here, a trillion dollars there. But what does that mean for me? And I don't think that 
Americans quite get that, especially when there are all these, you know, these desirable aspects of the bill to be doled out as part of this package. Right. One last question before we go. What about all the the money that is to be spent, doled out, so to speak, in years to come? Is that money that that might not be spent? Is that one of those, give me what I want now and I'll give you something in four years, even though I won't be in office and it won't matter to me anymore. Uh, Just give me what I want and I'll make sure that they do the right thing later. Is that money that may not be spent? I think it will, Mike, because, you know, you're giving a lot of money to people. Take state and local governments, for instance. There's a lot of money for state and local governments in this package. And it's hard to imagine the state and local governments turning that down. Plus, the Democrats are banking on some of these policies sticking. A good example is the direct payments to people with children. That is a big deal, and it's not a permanent policy. They're banking on people trying it out, liking the fact that they're getting payments for their children, direct payments, and then that policy becoming popular and then sticking around for a long time to come. Then staying. Right. Speaking of sticking around for a long time to come, immigration. We don't have time to talk about that now, but there's already a crisis at the border because everybody knows on the entire planet, if you can walk here, you can get in and hurry up because your stimulus payment is in the mail. They just need to know where to send it. Uh, Anthony Trigoski, thanks.